Well, when you're on the street, it, it's it's a really overwhelming uh, sensation because even even on Friday that was that 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 really uh, big one that you say it, it was over a million people on the street. Um, like, sure, you, you expect to be a lot of people because we are living kind of a a very extreme situation, but you don't know how it feels to be between a million people around you, like a million people asking for the same things. So it, it, it's overwhelming. It's, I suppose, the best I could describe it. Um, it's also... Um, very strange because there, there's a lot of, of different political colors, uh, different uh, even like uh, the people from the 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 the, the football uh, teams that are usually like uh, definitely rivals here in Chile are all in the in the street like waving their different banners shouting the same thing uh so it it's it's kind of uh happy from times when you forget what's going on in, in in other places uh when you when you're not hearing the shotguns when you're not hearing the bombs uh it, it's kind it's almost a happy feeling now, I'll talk in a second uh, a little bit about some of that police repression because there has been a lot of people uh, injured and there's been at least 17 people killed. But just quickly, uh, I saw um, Chile's president, uh, Sebastian Pinera, has uh, dismissed his whole cabinet in order to, uh, in, in an attempt, I guess, to, to appease the demonstrator, demonstrators and to introduce some social reforms. Do, do you believe that will actually uh, have an effect or are people just entirely fed up with the government? And also in that, maybe give us a little bit of a background to, to really how this started and, and what people, the, the kind of changes people really want to see. I don't think that this, this will change a lot of how people see this is going. Um, Mainly because uh, the government already uh, made like his move, his their proposals, and they're not enough. And they're just mainly band aids over a really, really big wound. So uh, I don't think it, it will work to to bring peace. Um, it's but it's it's kind of like they're they're. His last uh, play, because uh, right now uh, some politics uh, in the parliament are already have the the signs required to make uh, a uh, constitutional accusation against the president because of all the the, the problem with human rights and and enforced abuse. So uh, I, I think he's uh, kind of a desperate moving right now uh and also it, it's it's also kind of a unfair i suppose uh, i'm i'm against this president so it's kind of difficult for me to say this but it's it's unfair to blame everything on him it's not just him it's it's been every president since we reached democracy in the 90s um 
because well i i suppose uh you know this it, it, it's kind of like a, a very uh common thing to to say about chile but we have the same constitution that uh they made while we were while we were in a dictatorship we never changed that so as long as we have that we're we're not gonna like see big differences and mm. even though the presidents before him uh were all from uh left wing they never uh did that they never did something like even they didn't even do like i don't know a gesture like asking the people if they want a new constitution or anything mm. uh which is probably the the one of the the biggest uh things people are asking right now like changing the constitutions so we can change like you know from the root a lot of the problems now talking about that uh, of course Chile has this uh, history of being really one of the first countries where uh, I guess the, the the concept of sort of neoliberalism and the complete privatization of a, a lot of the country w was really tried out and I think it's not conspiratorial to to say that it was really uh, under Pinochet uh, one of the the first countries that really experimented with this now very dominant ideology of, of neoliberal capitalism and of course we had Thatcher later and other uh, Reagan and other leaders around the world that are really adopted these policies do you, do you feel that there's uh, an element at least within a part of the demonstrators that is anti-neoliberal or, or rejecting this kind of uh, neoliberal uh, capitalism and and wanting to see some form of uh, system change even beyond constitutional change sure a lot of that a lot of it probably uh, more than half of the people <laughs> is it's kind of asking for a, a change in, in that ma matter. But a lot of people also, because um, since this whole thing started, uh, uh, different universities and, and organizations have made uh, polls. And even uh, right-wing people, or people that I identify more with their, their right-wing politics in, in Chile, are, are uh, in favor of what's happening. And even they want to change some of these this things. Because um, you're right, like Chile is kind of like the, the rat laboratory in this neoliberal system. But it's it's to the extreme and to the absurd because uh, in Chile the water is private, the electricity is private, or seas are private because they sold it to some companies. So even uh, fishermen uh, they can't just go out and fish because uh, they have to pay to someone. Um, so yeah, I think it, there's a lot of of that kind of anti-liberal, neoliberal system in, in feeling in the streets and in a lot of the people. But but even in in some more conservative ones, uh, even they like feel they need uh, some flexibility about it mentioned before that there has been severe police repression and at least 17 people have been killed. 
How, how full on has it been in terms of how the police and, and military have been responding to these demonstrators? And as the government has gotten more desperate, is it getting worse? And, 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 and how are people reacting to this uh, uh, political repression? It has been worse. It's, 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 it's really, it's really sad because uh, every day you get new videos. Um, well, because uh, we've been talking a lot about it, but I don't know how we could manage to go through all this without social media, without internet, and without or, or cell phones. Because uh, in another time like in the 80s when we have a di dictatorship. Well, like my parents didn't have this opportunity. We now, every, everyone here has a camera. Even if it's like a really crappy one, you can have a video or, of something that's happening. So uh, that's like the good part. And the bad part is that you actually see everything. You see people getting shot. And you see how the soldiers are walking around the streets. And well, even if you don't see the videos, you can just watch from your window or go out. Uh, even outside, outside my own apartment, uh, tanks have passed in the last days. Uh, I've seen uh, cops and soldiers shooting people on the street and, and people running, people screaming. It, just yesterday, uh, a new case came up to light that uh, a guy was raped by the police uh, here in Santiago. And, and that's just like uh, to name a few. Uh, last night was the first night we didn't have a curfew. Uh, and that made things a little bit uh, less stressful, I suppose. Uh, even though things still happened, people still got uh, arrested and people still got shot and, and like uh, like has been this whole day. Uh, but every night when we had we had a new curfew, it was like worse and worse. And and it, and I, I understand that because people was really frustrated, but also. Um, you would hear after that uh, what the government was saying, and they were, and they they have this this speech about everything going normal and normal every day is going a little bit more normal, and it's and you go outside and it's not like that. Like maybe they're getting to uh, make the subway to work more regularly, but it's it's definitely not normal. There have been, uh, you know, significant changes to governments throughout Latin America, but as I think Brazil demonstrates, it hasn't always been for the betterment of, of people and, and, and especially for, for equality, where you have these sort of, uh, you know, far-right figures such as Bolsonaro that are, you know, almost openly uh, fascist figures and are very much uh, arcing back to the, the, the sort of the, a lot of the um, rhetoric of people like Pinochet. And also elsewhere, I guess we've seen these massive uh, social movements similar to the movements happening in Chile. I mean, historically, we've seen people, uh, you know, change governments in places such as Venezuela or Bolivia or elsewhere. And then that 
hasn't ended up uh, achieving, you know, the equality and the aims people want. And and I guess we see this time and time again. We see these massive uh, mobilizations and, you know, I guess changes in government and even social revolutions, you know, such as in the Arab Spring and so forth. And yet you still end up with a new government that uh, very shortly afterwards ends up becoming more despotic and, you know, the conditions pretty much revert to as they they were before, if not worse in in, in some cases. Do you, do you have any feelings on that finally and, and, and what uh, perhaps um, Chilean people may do to ensure that if, if there is a, a change in government or if there's a, a, a change in system even, what, what can be done to ensure that it is truly um, democratic in the, in the true sense and that, you know, things don't get worse again and, and that all this, all this protesting, all these demonstrations, the lives that have been lost is, is not for nothing? I think um, in in the case of, of Chile, well, the first step, like the most uh, important one, is to change the constitution, because uh, that's what w- would help to have everything, you know, more balanced and and to to really uh, secure some subjects like healthcare, education and the pension system that it's uh, a really bad one in Chile and also in 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 general in Latin America I think uh politicians are still like have a st- have still like a very old-fashioned way to look at things and to to pretend to to separate things in between left and right even even I've spoken here like in separating things between uh, left and right or what people in left and right wings would uh, think right now but uh, but it's it's not like that anymore uh, even with this movement you can see people from uh, uh, you know both sides for sort of thing uh, having things in common so I don't know if that differentiation, between left and right are still valid today uh, for the people, you know, and 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 until uh, or until our governments uh, have that idea clear, and we have like an I don't know a new wave of politicians, because I don't know if you can change the mind of, of the old ones that we have. Um, I don't I don't think we'll see a real change. Because even now, as as I say, yeah, we need an, a new constitution in Chile. Uh, but a lot of the politicians in Chile right now are the same that we've had for the last 30 years. So why would they want to do something now when they didn't do it in all these decades? And they're kind of moving right now uh, some some politicians, but it's just because they saw a million people on the street. It's not. It's not because they actually, you know, uh, thought about the change. And 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 I think uh, politicians from every side of the of the spectrum uh, really need to have a, a more real connection with what the people really feels and really needs.